Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for being who you are, Lord. Lord, we thank you for being worthy to be praised, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for being our battle axe, Lord. Lord, thank you for being our will in the middle of the wheel, Lord. Thank you for being our first and our last. Lord, thank you for going before these, Lord God, those, your children, us, your children. Lord, we appreciate you, Lord God, as Father. Lord, we just thank you for loving us. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for having your way on today on the podcast. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for the ear bone of the listener, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, that they may hear you you and not me. Lord, that you would bring enlightenment. Lord, that you would bring confirmation in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you would bring an excitement. Lord, Lord, that you would bring the shaking and a stirring and an awakening in your people on today. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And so, saints, I just want to say that I love you so much. We miss you. Amen. We miss you. Been gone for a little bit. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I've been keeping you in prayer, keeping you in thought and in mind. And, yeah, we love you so much. Miss you so much, too. And uh, it's great to be back. All right. Uh, the setup is a little different. Trying something a little different. Amen. Uh, but, yeah, we are going to walk on water. Amen. We're going to walk on water. So, if you have your word. Ah, your Bible on today. I would love for you to get that. Amen. If you are in a place where you can, let's walk on water together. Amen. And then if you're not, if me and you are riding together, hey, will you, you, let's ride. Amen. But you can listen to it later. Okay. You can listen to the pot being a little bit later. Amen. Safety. Okay. Safety. So we're going to come from uh, Psalms chapter 19. And then I'm going to share some things with you. Amen. I'm going to share some things with you. So Psalms um, 19 reads, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Okay. Their line is gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. Okay. Verse 5 says, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven and his circuit unto the ends of it. And there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. Verse 7 says, the law of the Lord is perfect. All right. The law of the Lord is perfect. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. All right. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Mm-hmm. Making wise the simple. You know, I don't know if you've ever been uh, in company with someone and uh, you just didn't know whether they were sure or not. You know, they kept bouncing here and bouncing there. You're like, are you sure you made up your mind? You know, are you sure? Right. Well, the Bible says in verse seven, it says the law of the Lord is perfect. It says it's perfect. uh, Converting. The soul. Converting the soul. You know, many times we have uh, our hearts uh, in another place. You know, so much is going on. Many times we have our hearts in another place. Many times we may have our mind. Oh, yeah. Many times we have our mind in a whole nother place. Of course, we go different places. So our body is in different places. The Bible says, Psalms 19 verse 7, the law of the Lord is so perfect. Like there are many that are saying that, you know, the Bible should have said this and the Bible should have said that, you know, and, and I really, my prayers go out to people like this. My prayers go out to people that feel like that they can literally change the word of God. That the word of God is somehow not perfect, but they are. My heart, my heart 
goes out to people like this. It does. Uh, the Bible says the law of the Lord is perfect. And what the Bible is, okay, excuse me. I am Rachel Niagara. Amen. And I am uh, your sister in Christ, mother of many nations. Amen. So, and there are many that need mothering. Amen. Many people need uh, to understand. You know, I want help, but how do I get it? You know, I want this Jesus, but how do I get it? Uh, maybe I'm too messed up to get him or maybe, you know, uh, he sees me in a certain way because I'm this way or because I'm that way and he doesn't love me. I'm going to stop you right there. All right. The Lord loves everybody. Mm -hmm. He loves everybody. And it's just like a father's love. It's like a mother's love. A true father, a true mother that love their children, they want the best for them, right? We're going to get back to verse 7, but don't they want the best for them? They want the best for them. And in wanting the best for our kids, our children, we normally look into who they are. Who are you growing to be? All right. Who are you growing to be? And... When we see something that is not going to be acceptable in the future, right? Um, the law officers are not going to put up with you talking back to them. Mm -mm. Um, people in the store, they're not going to put up with you uh, picking up things that you want and taking it without purchase. These things and then bringing it on home. Uh, when you get married, little boys, little girls, when you get married, your wife, yes, she's going to clean, but she's going to be very, very, very aggravated with you when she's cleaning up and you're just going behind her messing stuff up. When you can pick up things behind yourself. Yes. When you throw your stuff down in the living room, you know, in the kitchen, or if you drop something, no, she's not to be your maid. You show something, show yourself uh, uh, someone that has been raised correctly, okay? And where you might not just be dusting and doing all that, you can, you drop something out of your mouth, you can pick that up. You will pick that up. You will pick that up. You won't wait on somebody else to do it. When you drop something on the floor, you will get it. You will pick it up because nobody is trying to be married to be a maid. You understand what I'm saying to you? And vice versa. You know, I can only give you uh, maybe an example from a female's point of view. But maybe a male's point of view, you know, they have their own point of view. But female's point of view, a, a mother raising kids, you will pick up behind yourself. It really is okay, right? So we look into who our children are, okay? And then we critique, right? And when we see, okay, you don't want to be critiqued in this area, but you will be critiqued in this area, that is when chastisement comes. Because we've talked about it, we've prayed about it, we've done these things, but you are persistent in doing it the way that you want it to do. You want, you want, you want it to be this way, you're doing it this way, and so now, you know, chastisement comes. Alright? So, all of these different things a good mother, a good uh, dad will do concerning their children. And father, Abba Father, he is the father. All right, he is the father. Uh, he's the one. He's the one. The re he's the reason we're here. Right? He's the reason we're here. Top of the morning to everyone. Amen. But he's the reason we're here. And so, with that being said, we have an example to look to. Verse 7 says, the law of the Lord is perfect. The law of the Lord is also our foundation. And when people come to you and they tell you that this Bible is not right, people are trying to take the foundation off and under you. And when pe if you allow people to take your spiritual foundation off and under you, 
then this is when they can only offer you something else that is going to give you an appearance of standing. Okay. The, the only other thing that they can offer you after they take the foundation of the word away from you by saying that the, that the law is not perfect, that the word of God is not perfect. When they take the foundation from under you, they can only offer you one thing. And that one thing they can offer you is sand because this is the rock. Okay. This is the rock. Okay. The, the rock of ages. Okay, the stone that the builders rejected. This is that. That is this. And with that being said, if they if they take this away from you, your foundation, they can only offer you sand. And with that being said, the Bible says that he who builds their house upon the rock, they'll be able to stand against what the test of times. Right. But those that build their house upon sand, if they're going to be washed away because the Bible also says that when all else fails, this word is going to stand. Amen. This word is going to stand when everything else falls. So right now, people can appear to give you a truth, their truth. But this is the truth. All right. This is what's going to keep us. Uh, with the times that are coming, times that are coming, and this is going to keep us. Um, the word seems foolish to many, but this is because they desire their flesh more than what the Lord is saying. They desire the things of the flesh more. This is why we see. Uh, men pointing the finger at women, women pointing the finger at men. And can I tell you why they have nothing else to do because they've rejected life. It's only damnation in pointing the finger all the time at somebody else. Can I show you how? Well, it happened in the beginning on the stone in the stone. It happened in the stone. Where Eve, okay, she listened to the serpent. We get it. The serpent beguiled her. She gave to her husband. He ate. We get it. But when God came and asked him what happened, asked Adam what happened, okay? Adam said, the woman, Adam began to point the finger, the woman you gave me. And then he asked Eve, and then guess what? Eve began to point. So who started pointing first? Adam. So then Eve began to point. See, the female is mostly the reflection of the male. And when you have someone, say a a male, that's hating the female, what do you think you're going to get? That's a reflection. We are to reflect the Lord, our Abba. This is why he made man in his image. But do you think that we have been reflecting him? You know, do you think that we have been reflecting him? My computer is frozen a little bit. And Podbeam, if you just hang on just a second there. Maybe it'll pick up in a minute. But we're going to go home. Okay, so that reflection, we that reflection, okay? That reflection is we're going to reflect. Okay, so... The verse seven says the law of the Lord is perfect. All right. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Making wise the simple. Verse seven says that the Lord converts 
the soul. The soul of man. Amen. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. When your soul is converted, it brings a whole new world. It brings such joy. When the soul is converted by the law of the Lord, the foundation that they want to take away from you. When the soul is converted, it brings such peace, love. It brings understanding. When we allow the Lord to convert our soul. The converting of the soul. In the church today, when you look around, that is what's not happening. The soul is not being converted. The body is being converted. Okay. Where I can look a certain way. You know, I can start acting a certain way and. I can stop going certain places and start going other places that are good for me. And maybe some of my ways are converted. And my body is now converted because where I might used to, you know, wear this, I don't wear this anymore. That's great. And, you know, the outward appearance can be converted. But the Lord, the law of the Lord He is perfect and it goes for the soul because can I tell you what, do you see that fire? God's word is a consuming fire and what a consuming fire does, it cleanses up everything that's dirty, everything that's not like the Lord, the consuming fire, which is the Holy Ghost. He cleans us up. Mirror. How the Lord made it. He made it. I'm going to make you in my image. So when I see you. I'm going to see me. So also. Because I'm a consuming fire. I'm going to make a lake of fire. Where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Hell. Yeah. Hell is real. And with that being said, that's a fire also. And that's a fire that is for the eternal soul. So while the law of the Lord is perfect, and while you may be a great dad, and while you may be a fantastic mommy, you still want what's best for your child. And while they may look at the broccoli on the plate, they may look at the carrots on the plate, they may look at different stuff on the plate and say, mommy just, or daddy just, they know I don't like this. Well, they know I don't want this. I don't want this. It don't taste well. Well, mommy, good mommy, daddy, good daddy, you might not like how it tastes, but it's going to do your body good. It's going to do your body good. So the Lord, while the children, they look at what's happening right now. What's in front of me right now. There's a plate in front of me right now with veggies on it that I don't like. And sometimes we as children of the most high, same way. I don't like this Bible. I don't like the stuff that's in this Bible because while some of the stuff is great, The other stuff, I don't really like so much because it goes against what I want. But a good mommy and a good daddy will look beyond what we want. And that is what the Lord is doing right here in verse 7. Because he knows right now you want this. Right now, y'all want to be fighting. Y'all like fighting, you like arguing, you like pointing the finger right now. 
right now you like going out in the street where people are being killed shot up every day you like hanging in the street right now you like getting drunk and you don't know what happened the next morning and you know you like being high you don't know what you you know you like this you like uh uh then there are other sins Okay, and the weight that so easily beset us, amen, like fornication and adultery and all of these different things, amen. And right now, you might like this, but me being your father, me making mankind, I know that this is not good for you. I know that you're going to get busted one day and her husband is going to come home and shoot you right there in your head. I know that you're going to have an overdose one day. I know that 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 liquor is going to make uh, 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 your liver is going to destroy it. And I put the liver in the body for a reason. And so we can go on and on and on and on with the things Abba knows because he's wise. All right. So with him being our father, he also knows. And I'm going to try not to make this so long. Maybe we'll cut our pot beans down to 30 minutes or maybe we'll just do 30 minutes here. All right. And uh, continue the other 30 minutes on pot bean. Amen. Perhaps podcasting. So he knows what we really want. Okay. He knows this and by, and by him knowing this and by, but he knows what's best for you. What is good for you? Huh? What's good for you? What's good for you is for you to be sure that your soul, the part that don't die, you need to be sure that your soul is going to a place where it can rest. Now, turmoil, have you been through turmoil? I bet you've been through turmoil. Have you been through ups and downs? Don't get me started. I know you've been through ups and downs. Uh, Have you been rejected by somebody? Of course you've been rejected by somebody. Uh, Have your mom or dad did something to make you upset? Of course, mom or dad or mom and dad or just dad or just mom. Somebody, relatives, somebody has done something to make you so upset. Have you been through things that people just don't understand? Yeah, you have. Uh, There are so many things that the average person has been through. But when it all boils down, the Lord shows us how to get rid of anger. He shows us how to get rid of the feelings of rejection. He shows us that if you come to me, come to me. You come to me. I'm going to show you that you're not an orphan. Because I'm your father. If you come to me, I'm going to, I'm going to reason with you. I'm going to show you why these things are not good for you. Because I know that there are sometimes you need understanding. Lord, I want to know why this is not good. And he says, I'll tell, I'll take time with you. I'm knocking on the door. I want you to come in. I'll take time with you. I will tell you why this relationship is no good for you. I will tell you why they are no good for you. I will tell you why this setting is no good for you. Why? I will tell you why. I'll tell you. Why are you doing this, Lord? Why do you love me so much when I've done so much? Why do you still love me? Why do we as parents still love our kids when they've done so much? Why do we still love them? Because at the end of the day, you're still mine. It don't change. You busted up my glass, the one that I went and got from Rome. And you know I love this glass. And it sits out of your way. But I come home. My glass busted. So. Do I. 
start to hate my child because the glass busted? No. But that don't mean I just hug him and kiss him and say, no, there's no worries. Oh, it's just a glass. No, we're going to talk about it. We're going to reason together. And I'm still going to let them know you, you're going to correct yourself. You know why? Because you're not going to go in stores, just fancy free, breaking, breaking up people's stuff because they're not going to give you a hug and a kiss and say, Woo, no, you're going to come out your pocket and pay for these folks stuff you done broke. So if we're like that with our kids, why do you, why, why do people think father is not supposed to be this way? You, you supposed to love me anyway. You supposed, he does love us anyway. And we love our children anyway, but we spank their little behinds too. Why? Because I want you to be all you can be. That's why. He loves us. And verse 7 says, the law of the Lord is perfect. Converting the soul. Lord, why don't you convert my body? Or why don't you convert my potty mouth? Or why don't you convert this? Or why don't you convert that? The Lord says, if I convert your soul, all of that other stuff is going to. It's like spraying stuff on a window. You take the cloth and you wipe. And you wipe. And before you know it, the window is clean. The Lord doesn't necessarily start with fussing at this spot, that spot. That no, we need a window cleaner. We need we need solution, solution. We've been pointing at the problem. It's you. It's you. It's them. It's her. It's him. We've been pointing at the problem so long. Are you tired of pointing at the problem? Or has this become the new fad? Let's point. Let's point. Let's point. Where's the solution that's going to clean? It's in the word. It's in Abba who says, I'm so perfect. Until instead of looking at all your flaws, I'm coming straight for your soul. Because I want you I want you to be able to rest. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because God is with me. God is with you. God is with me. But it doesn't take away that we're going through the valley of the shadow of death. You think we don't feel this stuff? You think if you're in a place and they say a man, she has a gun. He has a gun. You think that you're just going to just be like, oh, pish posh. Okay, they have a gun. Oh, well. And you have your children. Maybe uh, you just had a baby. And you have your children with you. All right. And your children, <clears throat> they hear this too. He has a gun. Well, do we walk around? nonchalant a gun <clears throat> a gun <laughs> we don't although we know Abba is with me though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death which is these streets out here still he gives us common sense too get yourself somewhere right and if I haven't led you to go up to the gunman and talk to the gunman get yourself somewhere secure Get these babies somewhere secure because you feel the atmosphere. You feel the panic of people. We feel people running and screaming and we hear gunshots too. Walking through the valley of the shadow of death. You tell me you don't feel nothing. Yes, you do. The Lord allows us to feel it to a certain extent because I want you to know that it's in me that you live, you move, you have your being. It's because of me that you were kept in this situation. And if I don't ever feel anything that I'm going through, how can I be thankful? How can I be glad 
How can I have a testimony that God brought me out? When I didn't feel nothing, no way. I didn't feel nothing. Abba says, The law of the Lord is perfect. Converting the soul. Because the soul never dies. And because I'm Abba, I got to make sure that after you've gone through the valley of the shadow of death for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, 110 years, after you've gone through the rigmarole, as us country people like to say, after you've gone through trials and tribulations, I want you to have a place of rest and not total damnation. The law is perfect, converting the soul, soul of man. I love you so much. And until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name. And so, saints, this is how it all boils down to the converting of the soul. This is what we need in these trying times. This is what we need in these trying times. The converting of the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. It has not failed. Sometimes we might fall. But the word of God has never failed. Then verse 7 says. Making wise the simple. The statues of the Lord are right. People are going along and saying that they're wrong. Do you know that you can get an impartation from someone who is after the Lord's heart? Do you know you can get an impartation? Do you know that you can get a stirring? Do you know that you can light your fire with someone else's fire? All you know, you know know how you, you share fire. You know how you share fire. The statues of the Lord is right. Rejoicing the heart. His laws and statues are right. People go along saying, no, they're not. Yes, they are saints. They really are. This is the rock that is still here. The author and the finisher of our faith. And it says... That the commandment of the Lord is pure. The commandment of the Lord is pure. In this part, enlightening the eyes. Oh my goodness. Lord, you told me. You told me. To walk by faith and not by sight. This is what you told me, Lord. You said you want me to walk by faith and not by sight. And that the commandment of the Lord is pure to where now you're even giving place to my eyes now. You're, 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 You're giving space for my eyes now. Because at first... You tell me walk by faith and not by sight. But now that we've come across the commandments and now that we know that they are pure. Now my eyes can be enlightened to now where when I am looking, 
I still see the commandment of the Lord. I still see that the promises of the Lord are sure. I still know that the word sure and the word pure is in verse 7 and 8. Sure and pure. Now, when you have a relationship, when you are starting a relationship, a friendship, a marriage, a boss and employee, a mom and and daughter, mom and son, a dad and daughter, dad and son, no matter what relationship, sisters, brothers, cousins, uncles, aunts, no matter what relationship, okay, we abide in. We want the words. Now, healthy people want the words sure and pure to be in the middle of that relationship. I want this person to be pure with me. I want this person, all right, to be sure about me. I want them to be sure with me. I want them to be so sure that they, okay, they don't mind telling me what's on their mind. A friend. I want my friend to be sure about me to know that I'm going to listen. I want my friend to be sure about me to know that if the Lord give me advice for them, then I'm going to share that godly principle with them. I want the relationship to have a surety and I want the relationship to have purity. And the Lord's relationship with us has both of these gems. While most of the time people are looking for a dime piece, while most of the time maybe some ladies are looking for abs and biceps, and some men are looking, or maybe for abs and biceps, you know, or, or just looking on the outward appearance. You know what I'm saying? Who is looking for the true and rare gem of a surety and purity? Who wants it these days? Is it still valued? One of the reasons why a surety and purity, and I'm not even sure if a surety is a word, but being sure and purity uh, many times, men, women, many times people do not desire these things in a relationship because people have stopped desiring God. Because most often times people say that a daughter is going to look for a man. Now, when I say look for a man, for those of you that are very particular, I'm not necessarily saying that she's going through the land looking and hunting a man. All right. But when I say look for a man, I mean, when one approaches her. Okay, when one approaches her, most often times, if she's had that father figure in her life, she's looking for who? Her father. All right, I want to see, do you have the attributes of my daddy? My daddy is a hard worker. My daddy tells me the truth. No matter if it hurts, no matter if it does, my daddy is this and my daddy is that. And I want someone that is going to be sure about me to be honest with me, to still care for me and care for my feelings and use wisdom while speaking to me what he did that and what he desires to say. Because when I talk to him, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to exercise the respect that I had for my daddy. And to go on further, I'm going to exercise the respect that I have for Abba Father because he teaches me how to be. How are you? How are you with people? Right? So in that teaching us, every day we're learning, every day we're growing, right? Every day we're becoming new. Old things are passed away. And so in the teaching of Abba, in the teaching of Daddy, now when men pursue me, if they don't have the characteristics of being sure, they got to lie. You got to lie. Just you start out lying. Hey, I make this much. And I, if a man come to me, 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 and start talking immediately about how much he makes, I am instantly turned off. Instantly. 
instantly. Now, I might still be standing there, and I might still smile, and I might still nod. But best believe my mind is gone on. Because if that is the gem that you have, how much you make, then you don't have much. But what is something that if your money leave, I'm not messed up, jacked up with your nasty attitude, characteristics. You don't know how to talk to nobody. Just nasty. So when the money leave, I'm stuck with this. No. What? Who are you? The surety. Be sure about it. Amen. And then being pure. Every relationship that is healthy should desire that uh, being sure and purity because we get it from the supreme being our ultimate father he is omnipresent he is the one the maker of heaven and earth this is our father and while sometimes we may not have a natural father in our lives the lord says i love you so much and i care for you so much until i'm still going to teach you i'm not going to let that limit you You think because your daddy walked off, you think because your mama walked off that I'm going to let it limit you? No, I am Abba and I left the word. I left the Bible that people are trying to take away from you. I left it for you because these are my words. This is my wisdom. And even though daddy may have walked off and mama may have found something better to do, you still have a chance to be the person that I've desired for you to be. All you have to do is dust that book off. The one that they said you didn't need. The one they said was too much. All you got to do is dust that off and get in it. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you how to be a lady. I'm going to tell you how to be a gentleman. That natural man walked off, but I'm still here. He said, I will never leave you. I'll be with you even until the end. This is his promise to us. I'm going to be there. I don't care who walk off, who walk away, husband walk away, wife walk away. You get in it. You dust that Bible off. You get in this word and I'm going to still show you how to walk in integrity. I'm going to still show you how to walk up right. I'm going to still show you how to be one that when people see you, they begin to say, I want that. I don't know what that is, but whatever it is, I want that. There's, there's a, there's such a, there's a pure, there's a purity about this person. And even though they're not just all rah, 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 rah. All the time, they, they're still like an assurance about them. And they don't have to prove themselves to nobody. They ain't got to keep going and, 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 and buying the biggest house because the person next to me got a big one. So I got to go search for a bigger one. Okay, so that one got six figures. I need to go see how I can get seven figures. But they have way less than me. But why is there an assurance there? Why are they still able to smile? I know you ain't got no money. Where does this come from? It comes from a perfect God who looks at you with such love, who says, I know that you've been through things. I was there. But Now that you've been through these things, I want you to come to me and I want you to lay down this heavy burden. Let me carry this for you. Give it to me. Forgive them. Forgive them. Give this to me and I'm going to make you so happy. I'm going to make you a person so full of love and joy and excitement to be living. I'm going to make you... Uh, be so understanding till even when you when you when you first hear a person talk and they start blaming yeah, them women and them women and them men and them men and this this even when you first hear them talk and you know they're full of hot air I'm gonna make you so full of love and understanding until you listen patiently because sometimes sometimes just sometimes. People need to get it out. I'm tired of toting this. I got to get this out somewhere. And most people, they don't want to hear it. I got to get this heavy burden off me. 
And, and I don't feel like I'm in a place that God hears me. But I got to get it out. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear me. Nobody understands. Nobody. Sometimes there was a young man. And this young man. He. um, We were in a setting. And he began to talk to me. About life. He began to talk to me about. How. His job situation. How. It just seems like he just loses these jobs and it's not his heart to lose these jobs. I don't want to lose these jobs. When I get a job and people help me get a job, people that I might know might put a word in for me and they help me get a job. And I'm doing the best I can on the job. And before I know it, you know, people are acting funny around me. And then before I know it, the boss is like, you know, giving me shorter time to work and before I know it I'm outed and it's not my and and the major thing is yes okay I got fired but my heart goes to when these when the person that put their name on the line to say hey hire me hire him hire her when they hear that I'm not working there anymore I it just I don't want to keep seeming like the failure I don't want to keep seeming like the person that just don't want to work. I don't want to keep saying, that's a young man. I don't want to keep seeming like, and I'm just listening. I'm listening at him pour his heart out to me. And I'm very in tune to what he's saying. Very in tune. And when he's done, saints, do you know he he, he went off? I guess maybe he just went off to his room or went to the bathroom or something like that. You know, he came back maybe 20 minutes later and said, thank you. Thank you. I'm thinking, thank you. What do you mean? Because I didn't really say much. He said, thank you. I said, thank you. What do you mean? Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time to even try to understand. Because do you know what? I'm talking to you now. He said, he told me, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time to even try to understand. It really means a lot. Now, I'm telling you, do you know how many people that just need a listening ear? Just somebody who will listen and not judge me. Don't call me a scallywag. Don't call me a... What they, I don't, a scrub. I don't want no scrub. Don't call me a scrub. Don't, 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 don't dismiss me because I'm not in a certain tax bracket. You know what I'm saying? And the Lord caught, the Lord had me to speak words of life into this young man. To tell him that God's hand is on your life. Don't you give yourself over to the enemy. Don't you give yourself over to the way people are saying that you're supposed. Don't you give yourself over to this. God's hand is on you. And what he wants you to do is come to him. The Lord is gone. He's already ironed everything out in your life. Only thing he wants us to do is put our feet on the path. Amen. This is what the Lord wants us to do. Put our foot on the path. But a lot of times we're like those kids. The kids. I don't want this broccoli. I don't want these carrots. I don't want this corn. I don't want this. This asparagus. I don't want these apples and pears. And I don't want these strawberries. I don't want that. But parents, they look at what we need. You look, Lord, beyond my fault and see my need. And this is what the Lord desires for us. Look beyond the fault sometime and see the need. What is the need? The need is people are hurting. Sometimes people just want love. I'm just a stranger. It doesn't matter where the love comes from. Because in love is life. People want life. Do you know I was feeling down one day? This is during the break that we had. 
I was feeling down one day and I went to sleep and saints, I dreamed about this old, old, this lady. She had to be a supernatural lady. All right. Because she was old lady, but her hair was black. So you know how like I put on the white weed? Well, I'm a young lady with that white hair. Where in my dream, this was an old lady, but her hair was jet black. And it wasn't no no hair color. It wasn't a wig. It wasn't it was her hair. Alright? And when I say she was old, she wasn't wrinkly, 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 but you could tell she had age on her, but she looked good for her age. But you could tell she was old. And in the dream, the lady came up to me and she said, you are full of life. You have so much life. You have much life inside of you. You are full of life. And this is all the lady was saying. And she kept saying it over and over and over again to me. You are full of life. You have life in you. You are so full of life. Wow, there's so much life in you. You are full of life. Okay, you're exploding with life. This lady kept just telling me and drilling it in me. You're full of life. You're full of life. You're full of life. You're full of life. And it's like she was trying to make up for all the death that had been spoken to me in years and years. Just death. You know, people just can speak death for no reason. Just death. They just, and a lot of times people only speak what they know. Sometimes that's all people know is death. So if that's all I know, that's what I'm going to speak. Sometimes all people know is profanity. They grew up in it. So that's all they know. That's all they're going to speak. But this is where the enlightening come in. This is where we begin to trust Abba. The statutes of the Lord are right. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. When I convert the soul, everything else. That's the solution right there. The converting of the soul. Everything else fall into place when the, the soul is converted. The lady began to speak life into me. Life, 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 life. I left that scene because we were outside. I walked a little piece up and I sat down on a bench in the park looked like. And I saw the most beautiful little dog. Oh my goodness. The colors on this dog was radiant. Oh, so vibrant. It was like white. Very, real, real furry doggy, almost like a puppy, but bigger, bigger puppy. And then it had some type of blue, like the the outskirts of it was like a blue on the fur. It was all white. Then it had like some blue on it. And this dog was one of the most beautiful dogs I've ever seen, saints. Like I couldn't help but pick this dog up. And I don't walk around picking up dogs, all right? And I picked this dog up, saints, and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm just pick. I got this dog in my lap, saints, and I'm rubbing the dog. This dog is so beautiful. I'm rubbing the dog in saints. When I cannot make this stuff up, when I tell you that that dog rolled over in my lap on his back, looked at me and started saying, you're full of life. You have so much life. You're full of life. Life is abundantly in you. You're full of life. You're full of life. You're full of life. Saints, when in, in the dream, it wasn't anything that was odd to me for this dog to be talking to me and telling me that I'm so full of life. The lady, the old lady said it, and she old with jet black hair, pretty hair. And then this dog, both of them saying the same thing. You're full of life. You're full of life. You are full of life. Life is abundantly in you. You are, you are, you are so full of life. You are so full of life. Saints, there was another dream I had. While I was on this sabbatical, there was another dream that I had. And in this dream, I was talking to my mom. And But when I woke up, I realized that in the dream... I was dreaming in the dream while I was asleep in my dream. I was asleep and in my dream, I woke up 
And when I woke up, I went and found my mom and was telling her and explaining to her the dream I had. And in explaining to her the dream I had, and, you know, this happened and that happened and this and that and this and that. After I woke up, out of the dream in a dream, I'm like, Lord. He says, I'm bringing heaven to earth. I'm bringing heaven to earth. I'm bringing the spirit realm. I'm bringing it into the natural now. My king, we many of us have been praying, Lord, let your kingdom come so that your will can be done. Let your kingdom come. The Lord's keys ease. This this transition is coming. This transformation is coming. This this is a dream and this is the this is waking life and this is a dream. No, these things are about to collide now. But remember we said that the Lord is a consuming fire. Can't forget that part. While we're excited that these two worlds are colliding now. You've prayed it. I've answered. This is happening now. While we're excited. The Lord is a consuming fire. Saints, this scarf that I that I have on right now, there's a lady that bought me this scarf by the name of Michelle. And when she bought me this scarf, I have I, I this was a, this was around the time where I had decided to start wearing scarves and cover my hair. You know, this is during that time where me and the Lord, you know, He just told me. You know, some things he told me and some of the things I was like, Lord, you told me this, but I can do this. And, you know, it was during that time. So when she bought me a scarf, she gifted me a scarf. I was like trying to discern, is she just trying to be funny or does she really want me to have this? You know what I'm saying? I was really going through a time in my life at that time. And is she, is she trying to be funny or she really want me to have this? When I looked at the scarf, I thought, and it, it had little tassels hanging off of it and some of the tassels are burgundy some of the tassels are gray some of the tassels are green just little little cloth tassels hanging off the ends of the of the scarf and when I first saw it I was thinking I don't I don't even like this I appreciate the gift but I don't really I don't like this I don't like it I don't like it hmm can I tell you that this has been is my favorite scarf now? Can I tell you that this scarf has been my favorite for years? <laughs> but if, in the beginning, I didn't like it. And maybe I didn't like it because I thought, you're gifting this to me just to be funny. You're gifting this to me because... This is the only thing you can find because this, it doesn't doesn't seem like it's much quality. Then how am I supposed to wear it with all these tassels hanging off of it? You know what I'm saying? How, like, and and I, I, I was puzzled when I looked at the scarf because I'm like, I, 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 I wouldn't even buy this. Like, I wouldn't even buy this. I don't, I don't really like it. I don't, I don't like this. Maybe because of where I was standing at, where were my feet planted? Well, Nobody wants to hear my concerns. Nobody cares about what I'm going through. Nobody's ears is open. Nobody, nobody cares. You can't talk to nobody about nothing. So maybe I was in this place and now there's somebody giving me a gift. What is your intentions on giving me this? You, you, are you, are you, are you trying to be funny or, and I'm looking at the scarf and I'm like, really? I, I don't understand. But now somebody say, but now. Now, it's my favorite scarf. And this word, it might not always be what we want. But let me tell you something. Before the final tick of the clock. And before everything becomes brimstone and ashes. I tell you what. The word is going to become the favorite. 
This is my favorite. This word is a lamp into my feet, a light into my path. This word. This word. And until next time, be blessed.